Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello, welcome to Six Bits. It's Ray Foley. <laughs> Ray Foley's my name, there's Murray O'Connell. We're on, we're podcasting. And thank you for downloading indeed. Sixbitspod at gmail.com uh, if you want to email. We did get a, a few, but we haven't. We haven't. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Look at sure, listen. We've sure barely, listen. We've barely hit the red button to record at this stage, but we're still <laughs> we're still rolling. We're still rolling and uploading. I actually have a couple of bits for you. Uh, Go away. I do. I do. I do. You've planned gone, something. Um, there's one I definitely remember, and then there's another one that I'd written down that I thought because because they occur to me uh, at different times. Like I have ideas for the radio, and then. That I just can't, there's stuff that I just can't talk about in the radio, but I can talk about with you. Do you know what I mean? This is yes. safe space. <laughs> this is, come on, come on in. Come on. Tell You're welcome. It's it's all safe. Tell Auntie Anything Boring. can go. Anything can go. Raymond, show me on the doll where the person hurt you. It is actually sex, though. Do you, if you want to talk <laughs> about a bit of sex. Why do you want to talk about a bit of sex? What's well, going on? there's a few, I need just need a few pointers. I've been married a number of years and Kate keeps bringing up a couple of various things that I just don't understand. And I thought she maybe... She keeps bringing could, things up and you don't get to bring, you. nothing is coming up with you. Is that it? Is that, the, is that what's going on? Uh, here is the issue, okay? Yeah. There, there are, t- where myself and my wife, Kate, are part of two uh, WhatsApp groups on the WhatsApp one for one for each of our children's classrooms, classes, mm. you know. Mm. And one of the children's mothers yes. in one of the groups, I think it's Matthew's group, and he's the elder child, he's eight. Uh, he's in second class? First class, no, second class. I like that. It, he's in second class? <laughs> he's in first or second class. Like he's in one of them. It's fine. It's fine. He, he, one of the mothers mentioned that her child, who's friends with Matthew as it happens... Has started talking about sex. I, I was about, I thought you were about to say started having sex. I thought that's very. I know children are precocious these days, but that's kids. Maybe days, let them calm down. So she he's t- started talking about sex, and she's asking the question: When should we have the chat? When is the chat expected to be had? And also asking the question: When is the chat had in school? Now. My eldest, both of them actually now, go to a mixed primary school. Yes. Boys and girls. When, are you aware of any of this? Do you know when they have the chat? Because it has been a learning experience for me. Like a WTF learning experience for me. See, I just, my only experience of this is my own experience Uh in the 90s. And there was never any chat in school about anything. And I'm talking primary and secondary. In primary... Uh, a teacher from sixth class came in and took the girls aside and mentioned periods without using the word period and said, I'm going to bring you down to the women's bathroom and show you what, because one of the girls had gotten their period and show you where you can get towels. And then she never brought us. And then in secondary school, our only chat was someone from Tampax coming in and showing (laughs) us tampons. That was our sex chat. We were in biology Nothing was ever like there was never any chat Talk ever, and about... certainly with my parents, there was never a chat. Okay, well, wh- well let's park the, the parents thing for a second. Okay, school. Yeah, no, it was but... just a rep pushing tampons. Talk about complete abdication 
of your role as educators mm. to a to a commercial entity outside. Mm-hmm. The, well, they, they'll come in and talk periods to the girls. Great, actually, that'll save yeah. any of us doing it. I remember the classroom they did it in. It was one of the bigger Mr. McMahon's classroom. It was the geography classroom. Huge classroom. And we're all just sitting there going, only girls, no boys. Wow. They went and played soccer or rugby or something like that. And we sat there going, okay. Why isn't this talked about more? I haven't heard this story from women and girls that much. My WTF this week, right? Go on. Uh, By the way, to talk about my own experience of sex ed in school, it must have been about second year in secondary school. Yeah. And it was in science class. And it was in the biology element of science class. That's the only... I remember being there and going, like, thinking to myself, this is actually the first time we are being told about this. And it's And it was a teacher. It was a science teacher. In fairness to him, he was he was actually quite um like scientific. He was the science teacher. He was quite scientific. He taught he taught um in later in to the later years. He specifically taught physics and chemistry. Okay, so his whole style was very sciencey, and he taught us in second year the junior cert, junior level science. But at but, least he did. Like I remember the picture of the body being in our discovering science book. Yeah, and, that's the one. And yeah, discovering science and, you know, people just putting holes in where women's holes were and drawing massive penises where boys' penises were. That was it. I was always allergic to um, any damage, any defacement of books. Even putting my name on a book, I hated. Didn't mind. I was I was kind of like you. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I was like, resell value, guys. Resell. Resale value. Uh, Gotta sell these things. Even if it wasn't for resale, uh, it was always a, like, I don't like seeing mark. Even now, I don't like yeah. seeing a mark on something. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't one for, for drawing in books. It was done on copy books. Yeah, separate. All yeah. that. Maureen O'Connell loves Phil Babb. And then you get the percentage. That was all done on copy books. Yeah, of course. And journals. Yeah. 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 Um. So anyway, that was the f- first experience. My experience with this, though, as a parent now, which is weird, and you would think, here we are in 2020, there's got, you know, there have been, I know there have been down through the years, and I haven't necessarily paid attention to them because I haven't been a parent. Like, there have been various sort of moves and motions and uh, agreements, I suppose, and at what year do we do sex ed now, and sex ed being brought into schools, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really paid attention to them, except for now, when this discussion has come up. And it turns out, right, that they are taught sex ed in fourth class. Okay, good. Yeah. And it is, as you described, the girls are taught sex ed in fourth class. And then they are all taught sex ed in fifth class. So in a <laughs> I was like... What? <laughs> so they've automatically separated it yeah, and said, boys, it. boys don't need to know about periods, even though this is something that is going to affect their life. I don't care if you are a gay person, regardless of your sexual or what you identify human with. Human biology. It's human biology. Yeah. <laughs> it's for everyone. You need to know these things. I couldn't believe it. Wow. So the girls are t- and... Uh, like you said, or like we were talking about Port Leash last week, just talking to one Carlo, gender. Yeah. Or, or Car- oh, Carlo, was it Carlo? Yeah, sorry. Carlo. Uh, just talking, just se- segregating or separating in any yeah. way. At the age of eight, you're going, you're like turning girls into the other for yeah. boys. They're and vice different. vice versa, yeah. 
Whereas when they're eight, they're not different. They kind of, it's all good. They should all, I am, I'm kind of, I am surprised. I am very surprised at that. I'm guessing the age they're doing it. Well, Matthew's eight and it's going to be for a couple of years now. So he's in second, so third and fourth. So he'd be nine or ten, ten or eleven maybe. Yeah, but even, yeah, but even at that. Oh my God, it's horrific. They should absolutely know. They should know what's going on to bodies around them. So are yeah. they never going to say about boys' wet dreams? Are, are girls just meant to guess that that's a thing? I think the only time I realised about wet dreams, there was always jokes. But it was when we started, you know, hanging out in each other's houses and someone had cars in secondary school and we'd go on Friday nights and being in um, being in one of the lad's houses, who's now married to one of my friends, and seeing um, his roll of tissue paper beside his bed uh-huh. and all the lads were pit- and he was like ran over and tried to hide it. They all started laughing and the girls who were in the room went, oh, that's, is, that's is, what Is that's that not for masturbation for. rather than for, for wet dreams? It well, it was for cleaning yourself up for masturbation. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. He had, he didn't use, a, he didn't use a sock or he didn't use his underwear. He used, Interestingly, he's a very clean person. I don't know, I, I don't know how, how useful this conversation is for you and I to have. Maybe I should have it with one of my male friends. But I've never... The idea of using a sock seems utterly bizarre to me. No more than writing in my discovering, punching holes in the sheets of paper of my discovering science book. Using a sock to masturbate also (laughs) seems utter. It has never, I've seen it referenced in particularly American. American. Yeah. American pie, that sort of stuff. Was it not just to clean up? I don't know. And I've I've heard or read or seen instances of like there is the dedicated sock. Yeah. To masturbate into. That's American though, is it? Is it American? I don't know. Sixbitspot at gmail.com. For me, I have never as a regular masturbator n- n- numerous mm. times a day mm-hmm. uh, a well-documented wanker. He's always he's He's always sitting on his hands, lads. Uh, in order to get anything done, I have to sit on my hands. <laughs> oh, but is that not the whole thing? What? You sit in your hands and make it go numb. And then it feels like someone else. Again, I've never done that either. <laughs> never done that. Never six masturbated bits, into a sock. Sixbitspod at gmail.com. Let us know. Just, we just want to, we want some adult sex education. And the the third one then, which might be... Uh, sure, I'd say it anyway. I've never had a wet dream. Did you not? I've never, like, I've had dreams of a sexual nature. Yeah. Where there's definitely, uh, yeah. y- you know, they're, they're, they're like pornographic. Yeah. Uh, but I've never It's achieved, never spilled over. <laughs> it's never literally spilled over. <laughs> I've never made a mess that has required either a sock <laughs> or tissue paper. That could be the most Ray Foley thing I've ever heard. He's incredibly clean people. He's... <laughs> Incredibly clean. Even even, even his subconscious is like, no, I'm not. No, the sheets are new. I'm not doing that now. It's not happening. It's not happening. Make a mess. No, I've never. Like I say, I've woke. I've woken up like and gone. Oh, someone's someone's awake before. Hello. (laughs) Good morning. Uh, Someone's up early. That must Uh, be really weird when that happens for the first time, and you're like, "What the hell is happening?" Um, my experience of that is. It was always, uh, like, for all your life, 
So even as a young child, because my kids get them. You're talking about boners, like, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first time you get a boner. You see, I wouldn't remember because I would have been so young when I would have gotten it. No, I, I know, but when you when you tied it into feelings of a sexual nature. Oh. I know, like, little kids get, when my when my friend had a boy because she had a girl, <laughs> she's just like, they get boners all the time. What the? Yeah. Why did no one tell me this? He's on a boner all the time. I've seen my son. He's going for a wee. He's on a boner. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So she was, again, she was like, these are things we should be taught. I had this human and now he's on a boner. I'm like, yes, that's a very, that's a very good point. Because I remember. I love your I, expression, on a boner, by the way. I've, on, a, on a boner? On a he's boner. on a boner? Is that a, is that a got, thing? I don't know, but it's funny. Go on. Um, but I remember, I definitely remember the first time that I kind of woke up and there were feelings in my body that I didn't understand. Okay. And I was like, oh. I've probably been watching my so-called life, which I'm watching, re-watching again at the I moment. And I'm full <laughs> of teenage angst again. But it might have been that when I was about 11 years old, sleeping in my sister's bedroom, Maloney after midnight on the radio and waking up going, oh, what's, oh. what's this feeling? This is a weird feeling. I don't know what this is. And then having automatic feelings of shame about it. Oh, really? Even horny. At the age of, what? Horny, you're horny. Yeah, like there was definitely like, who? Ooh. A feeling. And I think I was about 11 years old. Um, I'm telling you, it was after watching Jordan Catalano without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I was 25. So, uh, I was mm. engaged six months at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually remember. I suppose I, I've always had them. I, I, I was born horny. That's, Bo- that's boys. Born. Born. What? But what, what did you, did you come to a consensus on the WhatsApp group about what to do? I just With think, this woman's eight-year-old child? Uh, I didn't, st- I, I dip in and out. I so I don't know. I didn't stick with it through the, with the sex ed thing. I have my own philosophy about sex ed, though, that isn't in line either with my wife or with most of, sorry, excuse me, with, with most of society. Same with swearing. We, I've got a very loose yeah. policy with the lads about swearing that I will swear in front of them. I will use any kind of language except the the absolute worst. Yeah. Uh, and they they are allowed to do it with me, but only with me. Uh, so that they have their, they know the meaning of all of it. Uh, but then there's you, a certain element then of sexual education to a lot of swearing. <laughs> so they yeah. are, they are told then about that in a sort of a loose swearing sense, without it being graphic or, spe- spe- or particularly um, uh, detailed. Do you know what I mean? You've always said that if they ask you a question or if that you're going to answer them. Yes, there's no. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you you said that before, which I think is. Quite a grown-up way of looking at things, isn't it? Dude, Pornhub uh, or any, like, just Google boobies. I mean, the, like, it, yeah. the, the, the first thing they're going to do, two boys, the first thing they're going to do once they realise what Google is, which, by the way, by the grace of God, they don't. They're, they have no, um, they have an iPad each. They don't, they never use the internet. They never use the laptop. They, we, they see us using laptops and computers all the time and our phones. They still have no concept yet of online at all yeah. we've kind of intentionally like the, the iPads are used for games and for tw- 20 minutes half an hour a day and then they, they don't use so they don't have any awareness yet of the internet and that kind of thing but the first thing they'll do is way before we ever would have had an opportunity yep is it's right there and in in all of like every kink and niche and and uh form you can imagine they're going to have access to it so we need to be on that shit yep. way before 
See, because for us, it was buying, you know, Sugar and Bliss magazine in Cosmopolitan when we were 11, trying yeah. to get any sort of information that we possibly could, which the problem pages were constantly. Um, can I get pregnant by being fingered? Um, can I get pregnant? You can't get pregnant if you have sex in a bath. Like they were all, they were always made up. And it was, it was just 15 year olds knowing that they weren't going to have sex anytime soon, but just asking these questions and kind of, oh my God, I got fingered, I'm pregnant now. And it's like, no, you're not pregnant, you're not, you're not pregnant. So we went searching for that. And the only thing we had were magazines. Yeah. So now, yeah, the world is at your fingertips. And if you don't kind of step in and do something yourself, the the warped view of sex that children will have is because the first thing that comes up in Pornhub, it's not good. Oh no, uh, it's it's riding, but like it's riding. But there's all these genres. Isn't the most popular genre at the moment? You know when they do those top ten lists and everything, is one of the most popular genres at the moment. Um, having sex with stepchildren. Yeah, like that's not. That's not what you want your kids to, to be going. Okay, so I need mommy and daddy to break up. I need stepmother. Oh my and then God. I get to have sex with her. Is that yeah. what happens? Great. It's but, very uh, weird. Yeah, and then there's just the, the understanding like that. Uh, I, I, get, I, I suppose it's not a representation of, mm-hmm. you know, a real loving yep. relationship or anything like that. Now, is it again, safe space, Ray. Oh, here we go. Is, is there any question you'd like to ask me? In case the boys ask you and you don't have the answer. You know when they ask you a maths problem and you're like, I don't know what that is. Is there anything? No, I don't think so. Because I think we're you know going me, to... I'm so good at the sex. <laughs> like I've, I'm really good at it and I know so much. Like you can still get, you can get, you can get fingered, still get, you get pregnant, pregnant right? Fingered, yeah. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Have so you as ever long as I'm a, good. Have you ever had a wet dream? <laughs> no. Like as in, No. No, woken up with sopping sheets, no. And why, I don't mean, I don't mean like wet, wet, wet. Wet, wet, wet. Wet, wet, Have wet. I woken up being like, uh, Not woken up horny, but like, have you ever achieved... N- orgasm ha- whilst... Whilst asleep? No. Not that I know Is it I, not, not possible for of. girls? I'm sure it is. It must be, if it's possible I've for never fellas. Googled it. I've never talked to the girls about this. And we talk about almost everything. Would That's you ask going- them for me? That's going into the group straight after this. I'm not even joking. And I know which group it's going into as well. Because you got to pick your groups properly to ask these questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do another bit? We're getting squeezed on time now because I went swimming this morning. It has been the coldest day. My car was completely iced over and I went swimming this morning. He went swimming. I went running. I still can't feel my ears and I'm on my second hot drink after coming back. I'm going to have to invest in like... Running winter running clothes, gloves, like stuff to mind gloves. your ear. I oh, measured my, you know, the way my hands are freakishly small. Yeah, I measured them because all the running gloves that I find online, I'm like, they're too big. They're too big. <laughs> I've got freakishly small hands, and I can't find running gloves that are going to fit them. What are running gloves? Are they different in some way to regular gloves? They're yeah, I could have regular gloves, but running gloves, it's just handy for the with the phone, so oh, yeah, that I yeah. can keep track of. And you're not going insane and taking a glove off. Or why didn't you just buy a pair of regular gloves and chop the thumb and the finger on the right hand off? Because I'm freezing. For the thumb, just your thumb and your finger. I'm freezing. All right. Oh. I was in someone's. No. Oh. No. 
Anyway. Was it? Were you at an orgy? You were at an orgy, <laughs> weren't you? I was at a running orgy. We had a gay sex orgy. I was. That's my number two. Did you see the thing about your man in Europe in Brussels? Oh my god! In Hungary. <laughs> oh my god! This is this is this number two. Yeah, number two. Read out. Like, read yeah. out the headline. Uh, well, this is the story. This is the the headline is "We did nothing wrong," says organizer of Brussels male sex party attended by anti-gay Hungarian MEP. An anti-gay Hungarian MEP was found trying to escape from a gay orgy in Brussels. So he was working as an MEP in Brussels, representing Turkey and Turkey's staunchly conservative right-wing government. Uh, Anti-gay. And he was trying to climb down a drainpipe when he was caught at this orgy. He's since resigned his membership of the party. I love the way it's... uh uh, an anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by police fleeing a 25-man orgy through a window. That is my favourite headline of them all. Uh, the isn't it a bit? Isn't it a bit with those things when the lady doth protest too much? You automatically when someone is so staunchly mm-hmm. homophobic. In my head, I'm like, there's something there. You're gay, right? Like that's why you're right. But you then when a whole party's policy is that, are they all gays then? Do mm, you know what I mean? There could be a There could little, be a bit of that, yeah. Yeah, I would, I just think when you, when you're that virulent, like looking into this fella. Joseph Sire, his name is. Virulently homophobic. And you're like, yeah, okay. This, uh, when he's leaving a, a gay orgy, I'm like, yeah, this adds up. It was not surprising. I didn't know he was an MEP. At my parties, I invite friends and they bring other friends. Sire quit the ruling Fidesz party in Turkey. Uh, President Orban told the local newspaper in Turkey. Is it Turkey or Hungary? It's Hungary, isn't it? He's Hungarian. Hungry, you dope. Hungry, you dope. Yeah. Uh, That uh, a champion of traditional Christian values and families. (laughs) It's always though... What does that even... Shut up! Like... Traditional, shut up, shut up. We all just made all these rules up for God's sake. Yeah, let it's it go, bloody twenty twenty. Ex- thank you. Just let it go, let it go. No one's effect. Just please, bugger off. I watched a report on this on Reuters. This is where I saw it initially, and they showed him and they showed Orban, and I. We initially went off on one me and Kate about the Tories. Do you remember like the Tories in the eighties and nineties, and they would have been. I'm sure there's still dirty secrets in their closets, but they're much better at hiding it or keeping it themselves now. But the, like there was a spate of Tory. So it wasn't, uh, I'm not saying it wasn't him. I'm not even going to say his name out loud. But um, yeah, that big, that big Tory MP. Oh, that had the daughters and he was found doing all sorts of malarkey. Oh, there was loads of Tories that fell one after the other. Yeah. I remember in the 90s just being... Wow, you're just talking out both sides. It's insane, isn't it? And then I felt very sorry for this guy. I felt really sad for him that like... He's hid his, he's hidden his entire life. Is yeah. Is you feel sad? There's that and he's been destroyed by it now. And then is there was there a certain element of having to do... Having to be as virulently anti-gay in order to be successful. Of course, in the end, he's wrong. He's dis- He is disgusting, not for his sexuality, but for... For his conduct as as being anti-gay and, you know, for describing it, the way he's described gay people and uh, that kind of, that's obviously he's wrong and that's the fundamental 
truth of it. But on another level, it's like, what? Uh, it's just very sad. It's just very sad that he had to make I, the decisions he's, he's he had to make in order I to... I don't think he was forced to make any decisions. He decided with this... Uh, when you've when you've got some form of megalomania that you're will, willing to push aside who you are as a person in order to gain more and more power and in order to... Yeah. In order to sway people and divide people for your own means whilst putting an entire group of people under the cosh whilst whilst demonising them and you don't give a crap when you should actually be mm. an it ally. Be, it can't actually be any more disingenuous. It, I mean, it, it is, can't be any more utterly... It's sociopathic and I, I don't feel... I, I don't... I don't feel sorry for him in any way, shape or form. It's the same thing with the Republicans in America that they, you like, you see them, they're supposed to be, uh, they're pushing this aid bill at the moment that is just like, it's just not aid, but they're calling it aid. And then, yeah. Or, or, um, flipping student nurses, like. (gasps) The amount of people, people onto me. Well, well, if they, if, if they hadn't wanted a degree program, it's their own fault for wanting a, for wanting to do a degree program. They're the same as everyone else. No, everyone's just reading the headline. They, they should know this. I'm sitting there going, a friend was on to me. She just she had a baby during lockdown and she was dealing with an awful lot of student nurses and they were meant to be, you know, um, put with 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 older nurses. They're meant to be learning their craft, their trade, their profession. Yeah. Their like skill. A, like an, an electrician, apprentice electrician would have a place with someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. They were just used to fill holes, to fill gaps. And yeah. Lauren Jane was just telling me she was like, I've never felt worse for a group of people in my entire life that were, she was like they were treated absolutely horribly and the people who are saying well they want a degree program i'm sorry they're working they're 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 working they are making regardless yeah hse regardless they're they're doing the work and if they if it was the case that there were like the gums that we see from transition year coming in or you would have remembered from your time in radio the gums coming in Mm. like and not a clue not a brain cell and in fairness of course they're gums they're, they don't have a clue and they're children and if they were like walking around without a clue it's like I don't know what to do they wouldn't, say, they wouldn't even say their name they wouldn't volunteer their name or I don't know what to do I don't know how to do that I can't do that but no they're actually doing the work mm-hmm. they're literally lifting people in and out of beds they're t- t- putting cannulas in they're they're, they're yeah. doing everything you, you can't people, then yeah and people wonder why nurses leave Ireland yeah. Like, of course, they're going to leave Ireland and go to Australia where they're treated equitably and with rights. And I don't think that it is a coincidence that it's an overwhelming, overwhelmingly female profession and that we live in a country where other professions that are overwhelmingly male have been bailed out time and time again. And there are no repercussions for them. It feels like in the banking trade and in the building trade and all that kind of stuff. I do think there was a very interesting article article a couple of years ago about the nursing profession and how it's how it's perceived and how around the world it is sort of denigrated sometimes and has yeah. been denigrated more and more. And the fact it is over an overwhelmingly female uh, profession, I find it I find it disgusting. Your mum was really a nurse, wasn't disgusting. she? My mum was a nurse up yeah. until very recently, and my sister is a nurse. My mum was a nurse as well, and some of the horror stories you'd be told yeah. ad- administratively, I mean. Uh, that my mother had told me down through the year, like my, since I was ten, my mum was a nurse, really. So, 
some of the horror. And I saw her being a student nurse as well, actually, as it happens. This is before the degree, mm. and then she went back and got a degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, the like the administrative issue beyond the the nuts and bolts, but the actual way the system is set up, the way staffing is done, the way uh, rosters are worked out. Yeah. Like, I think in later years, a, a post um, bust or after the recession, like there were people coming in that were just like uh, there were the equivalent what SNAs or what are they the, like just assistants like ward assistants yeah. yeah and they were being treated like and they were filling holes no more than student nurses filling yeah. holes where there wa- weren't really nurses to go around and then they weren't hiring more nurses to fill no and there were no nurses to to fill a roster and yet yeah. people would be in hospital thinking it's fine I'm in hospital I'm being looked after and it's you're not there's no nurses yeah anyway except it's- for these kids. It's These gongs so... are coming in and because they need a degree. Yeah, anyway, and now, anyway. And they're at a higher level than any of us will ever be when they're in first and second year. Like, they are learning so quickly on that job, having been in hospital oh, and yeah. knowing students. It's, ju- it's so depressing. It's so depressing. And on that note... But, but just finally, uh, before we go, how could they have voted this down and in in any semblance of fairness be come to anyone's door in a pandemic year or next mm. year now or whenever whenever the next general election is on knock on a door looking for a vote and the first question should be how did you vote in that vote for the student yeah. nurses how did you yeah. vote and the minute you I mean it's there's some things that are just like no brainers it's like whatever we do or pass emergency legislation or pass legislation just for the purposes of 2020 yeah 2021 everyone who's going on about well the rules are they're doing a degree and they're, they're not entitled I'm like well rules are can be changed yeah. this is the government it's the doll they make the rules and the laws they can change them not everything is set in stone yeah or, or just oh. make it a short-term thing that, like, while we get through this yes. until va- until the end of twenty twenty-one, they're going to get paid, but it goes back to normal again. This is this is just an exception, just for them yeah. because they're the absolute front line in the middle of mm-hmm. all this shit. Anyway, uh, a, a two bits this morning, and we we gotta go. We gotta we gotta we go. Gotta we go. love you, student nurses. We gotta go. Thank you for what you do. Um, hey Ray, what? This coronavirus is getting pretty serious. This vaccine is getting pretty serious. Woohoo! Uh, six oh, we didn't even get to talk about English. Stay away from each other. Stay away from each other.